Miracy. There was once a prince who wished to marry a princess, but she must be a real princess. He traveled all over the world in hopes of finding such a lady, but there was always something wrong. Princesses he found in plenty, but whether they were real princesses, it was impossible for him to decide. For now one thing, now another, seemed to him not quite right about the ladies. At last he returned to his palace quite cast down because he wished so much to have a real princess for his wife. Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, the story coach, and you're listening to Once Upon a Business. In each episode, we explore a story, a fairy tale, folk tale, or traditional story, so that we can discover the amazing lessons relevant for business and for entrepreneurs. One evening, a fearful tempest arose. It thundered and lightninged, and the rain poured down from the sky in torrents. Besides, it was dark as pitch. All at once, there was heard a violent knocking at the door. And the old king, the prince's father, went out himself to open it. It was a princess who was standing outside the door. What with the rain and the wind, she was in a sad condition. The water trickled down from her hair and her clothes clung to her body. She said she was a real princess. Ah, we shall soon see about that, thought the old queen mother. However, she said not a word of what she was going to do, but went quietly into the bedroom, took all the bedclothes off the bed, and put three little peas on the bedstead. Then she laid twenty mattresses, one upon another, over the three peas, and then twenty feather beds over the mattresses. Upon this bed, the princess was to pass the night. The next morning, she was asked how she had slept. Oh, very badly indeed, she replied. I have scarcely closed my eyes the whole night. I do not know what was in my bed, but I had something hard under me and I'm black and blue all over. It has hurt me so much. Now it was plain that the lady must be a real princess, since she'd been able to feel the three little peas through the twenty mattresses and twenty feather beds. None but a real princess could have had such a delicate sense of feeling. The prince accordingly made her his wife, being now convinced that he had found a real princess. The three peas were, however, put into the cabinet of curiosities, where they are still to be seen, provided they are not lost. Wasn't this a lady of real delicacy? This was a story from Hans Christian Andersen. While I read this story with playfulness and amusement, it's a story that I have rarely told, certainly never to my kids, who are all boys. And personally, to be honest, I don't like it. And that's putting it lightly. There are so many things about this story that I actually can't stand, and yet I chose to tell it here, and I can see many lessons for business. So, okay, let's do this. Let's dig in. Let's start with the portrayal of the delicate princess. I hate that. The princess that can't sleep and has to toss and turn because there are three peas hidden under all the bedding she has laid upon. How ridiculous is that? And yet in my annoyance and disdain, I know there runs a deeper meaning for me that perhaps I would prefer not to admit. You see, I've always prided myself in being self-sufficient, strong, never needy. And that has helped me grow a successful business and do lots of wonderful things in my life. 
That's why I can't stand seeing this weak woman who's so delicate. It's like the antithesis of everything I have been and become. And yet I can see that I've paid a price for this so-called strength. In my business and personal life, I've not allowed myself to receive help when I needed it, nor have I been comfortable with the vulnerability and softness of needing. It's taken many years and can still be a challenge for me to concede to the warm and loving embrace of those who would wish to help me. I've come to believe that you can only truly be of help to others in your business if you're willing to be vulnerable and open up to help yourself. But that's still hard for me sometimes. The prince wants a real princess. This always spoke to me of incredible pride and entitlement, and I hate that. And yet there are important lessons here too. Firstly, that when we want something, we shouldn't compromise. We should believe in our own worthiness to get what we want. It's okay to believe that we deserve the best and that we are worth it. So often, especially women, are brought up to believe that we are not worthy of having something that's the best, that is exactly what we want. That somehow it's smarter to compromise and be happy with what we have. But maybe that's just not true. And same for business. If we have a dream, an idea, something we long to create, we shouldn't sell ourselves short. We should go all out and stop at nothing, put our hearts and souls into it, and only then can we create our dream. Secondly, maybe this is a call for belonging, that eternal search we all find ourselves on, in our personal lives, in our relationships, and in our careers and businesses. How do we find our true path? How do we find the person we should be with, the work we can love, a life of meaning and impact. Perhaps this is what the Prince is teaching us, to keep searching, to keep wanting, and to know what we truly desire is out there. When the Princess arrives, the story says she's in a sad condition, wet to the skin from the wind and rain, and they doubt she's a real Princess. This speaks to the times in our life and business where we encounter something that may be what we truly desire, but it's not in plain sight. We need to figure out if it's the real deal. We need to put it to the test. It reminds me of my really strong desire to become a storyteller. The first time I heard a performance of storytellers and I, I felt it in my bones, the recognition that this is me, this is what I need and, and want to do, this is who I am. But I was unsure and I was cautious. I started studying and after months of learning, I took to the stage for the very first time and it was magical. And I discovered that, yes, this was true, as I suspected. This was what I really wanted to do and who I felt I was. And it took a lot of work and studying and learning to really step into the full potential of what I believed I could do without compromise and without giving up, though I was sorely tempted at times along the way. This story is commonly known as The Princess and the Pea, and perhaps it can also be interpreted as the story of the soul's longing for itself, asking the simple question, who do I belong with and how will I know them? The prince wants a princess who is like him, who can understand and share his experience. But she must be authentic, a true self, like he knows about himself and that's why he can't compromise. And like the prince, entrepreneurs may have to travel far and wide to find the right one, to find their audience, to find their ideal client, to find the person that they can serve best. And that will require a test. It will require really figuring it out. 
but that's what we need to do as part of our journey in entrepreneurship. I think this story, despite my resistance to it, has lessons to share for us all, not least of which is that sometimes we have to dig deep in our lives, our experiences, and our stories to find the real gem of it all. We have to look beneath our surface judgment, our immediate reactions, and our impulsive interpretations to learn the wisdom that lies beneath. It's only then that they're revealed in their full glory, and we get the chance to go deeper, to learn more, and to grow. I'm Lisa Bloom, and you've been listening to Once Upon a Business. You can find out more about me at story-coach.com. That's story-coach.com. Once Upon a Business is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Blowing Up and For Better or For Work. This episode of Once Upon a Business was produced by Cynthia Lamb. Mishi Lance assembled the episode. Danny Inney is our executive producer. To catch the great episodes that are coming up on Once Upon a Business, please like and follow us on Miracy FM's YouTube channel or your favorite podcast player. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment or a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you. We'll see you next time.